Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Today's episode, we are talking about astrology. But this episode is not going to be like, what is my sun, moon, and rising sign? Today we're talking about karmic astrology, past life astrology, and some other weird things that you can find in your astrological chart. Um, Now this all came about because uh, I love astrology, and it's one of those things where I didn't realize I liked astrology until I realized, like, oh my goodness, I really like astrology. (laughs) But in particular, I'm really drawn to, like, the, uh, there's like a spiritual, I don't know, it's all spiritual, but it's like, there's a side to astrology that's more than, you're a Virgo, so you're nitpicky and you're a bitch, you know? <laughs> it goes deeper than just to the traditional keywords. Yeah, and I'm not talking about, oh, it goes deeper because you have all these signs. I'm saying that it can tell you things about your past life. It can tell you things that you didn't finish, that you brought over here, you know, stuff like that. So, um... One day, we'll do a quick story. This one night, Arlene and I were at my um, house, and we were boozing, because it was, you know... Hitting the cells. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Basics? Yeah, drinking some basic seltzers. <laughs> so, yeah, we were, like, drinking those, and then I was like, let's pull up our karmic report and our goddess report on Astro Cafe. So I'll link those down below so you guys can look them up. But basically, they're like five bucks, and they have a ton of them. The price point is accurate for you to make it rain. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what we did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We just start buying all these reports. It wasn't isolated to those two, but those were the two that I had, like, a lot of fun reading. Um, But uh, the Karma Report is basically, like, I think it was, like, 40 pages, and it just tells you about your past lives and the past karma and karma you carried in. It, it, it is riveting. And it's so cool because, like, it's a book about you. And we all are a little bit, you know, narcissistic. Why not read a book about you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second one deals with the asteroids. Now, we um, will probably do an asteroid um, and astrology episode chat. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's too much. But um, the asteroids can tell you things about yourself. And then you can actually go in and look up specific asteroids and, um, you know, learn various things and and so on. But the goddess report talks about the asteroids that are named after goddesses and that energy that influences us. So, you know, like Hera and Hecate and all, all them, you know, the gang. Mm-hmm. But that was also equally as juicy. Very juicy. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, but before we get into today's episode, do you want to tell them where they can find us at? So you can follow us over on Twitter at edpro underscore pgh. We tweet a lot. You can follow us over on Instagram, Twitter, on <laughs> Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, uh, and YouTube at Ed Arlene. We post regular views videos to YouTube almost every single day, so like and subscribe. You can also go to our website, edarlene.com, and sign up for our email list to get a free Reiki session every single month. Yeah. So, that's it? Is it it? I zoned out. I <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I believe that's it. If it's all linked down below, so go give us a follow. And right. up. So let's play the ad and get into it. Alright. Okay guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. 
They make 100% organic, handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. We are back. And um, so like I said, today we're just going to talk about random astrology things that I think are really cool. There's really no like, it's like a general direction, but I feel like this there's no like consistent. <laughs> it's just going to be like, oh yeah, here's your south node, your north node, yeah. your moon. Um, but anyways, um, so there's, it's called, there's karmic astrology, esoteric astrology. Now, the, this is going to be astrology that tells you more of, like, yourself on a soul level and, like, your soul, you know, astrology, energy. And um, I have a couple books on my list I'm probably going to crack into, so I'll link those down below. Um, just, it, it's more, it's like I said before in the intro, it's less about, oh, you're an Aries you're crazy. (laughs) Like, you people are insane. (laughs) Derek, he's like, like, shut up. I have a lot of Aries that I love, so. (laughs) I feel like there are particular signs in the Zodiac that they get a bad rap for a reason. Some do. I think every sign does. Every sign kind of, but you know, like, so like cancers, water signs are crybabies and um, fire signs are not all fire Hold signs. Let's but see. Aries are nuts. Okay, let's go through. All right. Gemini's are a heck no. Run. We'll start. We'll do each, each one. Okay. <laughs> okay this right. is strictly off my personal opinion. Fire, fire signs. Fire signs. I think uh, Leo is going to be drama queen. Charismatic. Charismatic. That's all fire signs. All fire signs have that. But yeah. Anyway, they are going to be. Um, they are the stars of the show. Probably a little bit annoying, but lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Then Sag is going to be another high temper. I, I feel like it has high temper from them. Mm-hmm. I feel like out of the three fire, they're probably more grounded. Yeah. Um, but they can definitely pop off. I always get about their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aries are like, uh, they are like, and this, I saw this on a meme, they are cancers on fire. They are the... Um, they're emotional you don't realize yeah, it. But they explode. But they're really good at getting shit, like, started and, yeah. like, being hype man. But And they're a lot of fun. Like, if you go out, they're going to be the people that, like, really cause a ruckus. Also charismatic. Yeah. People are drawn to them. Very drawn That's to like them. That's, like, every fire sign, though. Um, And then the air signs, I would say Libras are supposed to be artistic. Attractive. Attractive. They're stylish. Stylish. They can be kind of... They like to be in the... Ba- like, have balance, but... They can also, like, ghost people like crazy. You telling me? (laughs) Aquarius. uh, (laughs) Don't be talking about my Libra. (laughs) We're going to get into it. You know, you'll see. I'll tell you you in a minute about that. (laughs) Leave me alone. But (laughs) the, uh, 
Gemini are, you get two-faced sometimes, but they're really good at talking and you really can connect with a Gemini. I feel like they know the right things to say. They do, but they also are extremely elusive. They'll ghost you. They will ghost you in a heartbeat mm. and then hit you up a week later like, hey, what's up? I'm taking from personal right. experience. I'm sorry yeah. if you listen to this, Wait. but your communication skills are shitty. Cancers are always a sucker, though, for these, these air signs. I'm a sucker for a fucking air sign, and I'm a sucker it. for a fire, sign, fire sign. I'm a sucker for a fucking fire sign. You need to find yourself a solid Taurus, I'm telling you. I know. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever dated a earth sign, yeah. sun sign person. Yeah, we, I've only dated yeah. fire signs and air signs. The thing with that, the people that are around you, like, notice the signs that are around you, and, like, you, oh, I, I always date such and such, this type of sign. Um, I was reading that there is something, your interactions with the various zodiac signs often can help you heal and tell you things that you need to like learn about yourself. So you being attracted to fire signs might indicate that you need to be more confident and more um, like go-getter, like embody those traits. And then the thing with the Gemini, when you were talking about how you always date these like air signs, it could mean that you have to, like, put yourself out there. You know, it, it, we're saying this on a podcast where we're putting ourselves out there, but you know what I'm talking about. You know yourself. Um, but to be more, like, social and, like, kind of embody some of those, those I, I also think that, that the air signs are trying to teach me to be a little easy breezy, too. Yeah, balance. Balance. Um, you know, Aquarius. Um, but definitely fire sign, because my chart is mostly fire, mm-hmm. and that ties in with my north node, right? Um, I feel like, like my, my mission in life, this life, is to be independent and a boss bitch, which I already yeah. am. What is it? The, the, you're the, the opposite of Cancer. It's a Capricorn. Capricorn. So the Earth energy. It's Earth energy, but I'm tra- I feel like all my fire in my chart is trying to support that independence that Capricorn's trying to lock in. Yeah. Stability with yeah. yourself. Um, so that's why I think I'm attracted to the fire signs. But Leos are, are Leos are compatible with. Cancers. Cancers. Yeah, that's why I always end up dating Leos. Well, the other thing, too, is you have to also consider you have other things in your astrological oh, chart yeah, that can I be know, capable. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I um, know. I know. Anyways, let's get on to... We fucking skipped over all the air water signs and the rest of the air, but it's cool, guys. It's you cool. know who you are. You okay. know your bell. We yeah. don't need to explain it. <laughs> Google it. You guys are awesome. <laughs> we know, we know, nobody, nothing defines you but you, but yeah. the... Uh, that's what you said. There's more than just your sun sign that defines you. There's more than all of it. I, know. I mean, um, so back into the, our our past future astrology. I call it past future. Um, so the reason why we're gonna say past future is because there's little hints into things from your past life, trajectories for your future life. Um, for example, if you your moon sign, according to some people who like astrology tells you your past life rising sign. So whatever your moon sign is, is what your rising sign was in a past life. Then your rising sign in this life tells you what your sun sign was in a past life. And then your sun sign tells you what your future rising sign will be. And the reason why is that you... Are care- so if your sun sign is, we'll use me for example. I don't know if I'm a good example because I'm Virgo, Virgo, Libra, but my rising sign is Libra. And people often think I'm a Libra because, you know, 
that's how it comes off. Your rising sign, you usually look yeah, like that. Yeah, with fire sign. Um, but it's because you were a sun, that your sun sign was the, um, my sun sign was a Libra in a past life, according to this school of, of thought. So if you're like, oh, I don't believe that. Because some people think their other other signs are more important than the rising or Should the sun. Or, yeah, like there's other people, a lot of people have their own opinions, but we're talking about this one in particular. So the reason why they're saying that your rising, my rising sign or our rising sign was our sun sign is because in that past life, we learned all those lessons in that sun sign and we embody it. We just naturally have that so we can come off as said rising sign. So in my past life, according to this line of astrology or line of thinking, I was a Libra. So in this life, I carry that Libra energy on the outside but I'm learned my sun sign is Virgo. So then in my next life, because I'm a Virgo in this life, I'm gonna come off as a Virgo. But I don't know what my sun sign will be. It doesn't tell you what your sun sign will be. I didn't delve that deep into this one. But I, this is with your three main. Probably can change, who knows, depending on like what you do with your karma. But um, that being said, you can also tell what your unfinished business is from your past life. And that's going to be in the planets that you have retrograde in your chart. So um, that's going to mean that you did not, that's like unfinished business. I believe everything happens with for a purpose. So that is going to help you probably in this life. And that's that can also indicate things you need to heal. But you have other things in your chart that can tell you things you need to heal. Like obviously your Lilith and um, Chiron. And I've, I've also been reading about... Um, uh, Hades, Pluto's, or Pluto, Pluto, Hades. I forget which which way it goes. Not everybody has that, but it's like a thing. Um, it's pretty cool, and you guys can look it up. There's a whole book about it. I can link that down below mm-hmm. too. Uh, but anyways, most people, but not all people, have at least like two planets that are retrograde. You can actually have more than that. Hopefully, you don't have too many. I don't know what you were doing in that past life. <laughs> but um, that's going to tell you a little bit about that karma. I have two. And um, now your moon sign is going to tell you emotional karma that you've been carrying for many lives. And it, your ascendant is going to tell you talents that you mastered in your past life. So that goes back to the whole moon, rising, and sun. How, like, your moon signs your past life, rising, and then your, you know, so on, so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but your moon sign um, can tell you a lot about, like, your past life stuff and your karma and things like that. The biggest one that I think is, like, the coolest is going to be um, your south node, your north node, which I've talked about all the time because I love it. I love it, love it. I think because I resonate with it a lot. Um, and then you can start combining that and you can start seeing where... Like, where you left off. And the cool thing about it is that it's going to resonate because you know it inside of you. Like, you already know what your drives are, what you want. And when you people are like, I don't know, though. I don't know, though. You don't know because somebody's telling you or made you feel that what you really want, you shouldn't want. Um, And then you're like, no one's telling me that. Something is in there. Some energetic block, whether it's you or it's society or it's a friend or a family that's making you think that that thing inside of you you're incapable of doing or having. And it might feel hard, but that's what you're here to do. So the stuff that feels easy is the stuff that you've already kind of done and know. 
um, you're like your default. So I guess I should talk about the south node and the north node. So your south node it is like, basically it's based off of the year. So the idea is that you chose the year you were born because that was the karmic stuff you needed to work on. Like you need to, that's where you were going. Mm -hmm. So I theoretically, there could possibly be a way to get an idea, maybe, this is a, a stretch, of when you might, the years you might incarnate, mm -hmm. assuming, but you have to assume that you had unfinished business for that North Node, you didn't get your North Node. Mm -hmm. um, so your South Node is all of the energy that you've mastered, this like energy you've mastered in your past life. And then it can even tell you kind of what occupation you had in a past life. And then uh, that is gonna be your default. When you get stressed, upset, that's usually we operate in that South Node energy until, excuse me, we're about 30. And you ever notice how people in their like mid 20s, early 30s seem like they have like a life crisis? They switch careers, they question everything, they get divorces, they do all kinds of stuff like that. And that's because if they're up living in their South Node, which is gonna be our default when we're born, if we don't transition into the North Node energy, our lives become more challenging and they become less fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And then if we never transition into the North Node energy, we're miserable like super miserable but it's it's a challenge to transition into that if you have resistance against it and you might naturally have a resistance based off of what which transitions you're making if you're open to it and then your other astrological signs in your chart can help support that energy or add a little more um challenge to it like my uh, south node is in virgo but my sun sign and my moon sign are both virgos so I might have decided that I wanted to do that to really um, force myself to evolve. Which is exactly something you would do. A thousand percent. percent. <laughs> Make this incarnation as fast and efficient as possible. Um, mine, like my default is to fall into the pampered princess life. So her um, south node is in cancer. So if your south node is in cancer, um, it's going to be a past life energy around... Um, like the family, around honor, um, around protecting, like like a matriarchy or matriarchal like setting of a home, like the head of a house, patriarch, depending on who you are. Um, and also indicates that you were probably very much taken care of, probably used to like luxury, and probably dependent on other people. So those are the, the toxic traits for cancer can start to be those types of energies where you're like, feel like you can't do things on your own. To, Codependency. You codependency, stuff like that, if you don't move into that, um, the Capricorn. We have a Reiki for that. Yes, we do have a Reiki for codependency. Now, so her... <laughs> I feel like you're trying to get my ADD, huh? ADHD ass in order. <laughs> on topic. We're going to stay on topic. Uh, her, so her energy, she's moving into, um, I always joke, bad bitch energy. And that is that she's supposed to find... So she, you, this is the thing. You can have all the stuff that your self node energy has. Like you, can, you don't relinquish that those parts of yourself. They're just inherently a part of you. So this doesn't mean that she's not going to be her pampered princess. It doesn't mean that she's not going to have family first or, or any of those cancer traits that are like really awesome. It just means that her route to that is also going to include 
the Capricorn energy, which is finding ground, you know, grounding and also the independence mm-hmm. and being able to create that life that she wants for myself, for herself, which I am. So it doesn't, you know, but you do this stuff naturally. Like you're not, it, I'm not saying that you're going to like have to figure out what it is and go in your chart and figure it out and try to find it's it. You naturally gravitate towards the North node, but when the challenges arise towards it, because it is the opposite of your south node sign, you can default and start paying. So, and then if your life gets stressful, you can start defaulting into the south node. But if you stay in that, it gets very toxic. Um, you start exhibiting the toxic traits of that. And then if you stay in that south node forever, like until you know the end, end that's why you see those miserable people who are like, like, why are they so grumpy? Why are they so... I mean, sure, there's other factors, but um, not moving into your higher purpose, your south node, your soul mission, or your north node, your soul mission, it can cause a lot of, like, um, emotional you issues. See, like, I feel like, like you said, we, we automatically will default into that. Yeah. So there really isn't anything you have to do. No, you have to be true see, to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. And I feel like you will glitch out. And yeah. then eventually, like, like, things will keep piling until you're forced to embrace that energy. Yeah, because what will happen is there will be resistance. Fully, yeah. If you try to operate in your self-node, you'll have resistance. It will be hard. To always follow the path of least resistance. Yeah. Do what, just follow the path of least resistance. That's it. Yeah, so, like, once you embody North Node energy, things will just start to flow. And you'll be like, oh my gosh. So, um, another example, so we talked about Arlene's south node, her north node. Um, so once, you know, for example, once she, we'll talk about her, then we'll talk about my, and then yeah, you talk about me. You so her, um, as you guys know, over the pandemic, <laughs> she, <laughs> we chronicled Arlene's breakdown. <laughs> she had, what? <laughs> If you listen to past episodes, you guys will, you know, get caught up if you're new to this. <laughs> you want the drama. <laughs> I feel like I kept everybody in on every single fucking detail, too. Yeah. Like, listening back to the episodes, like, you could clearly, I was you outlining everything. Tell. <laughs> you could clearly tell. So, basically, um, so her life, um, she was set up to be literally in the cancer energy. She was looking to buy a home with an individual. She was prepping for that, How you know... Typical, like, follow, you know, get married, have kids. The American dream. The American, quote, American dream. But, but it was with somebody that, what, it would be, to have done it would have been just to fulfill that energy. And it was easy on the outside because it was that South Node energy, the South Node, the cancer. It seemed easy. It seemed like the path, but there was a resistance there. And then, you know, as, as we said, it was chronicled over the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> she blew it all up and went, started actually embodying the North Node energy. And now, I mean, sure, like everybody, healing is healing and, you know, no, you're still going to like have to work through things and stuff like that. But the timing of it matches when it usually happens for people. And, um... Now the the energy has opened up and things are moving a little bit differently with business. Like, I don't know, just things seem better. And it's because of going into that path of least resistance. Now, um, I personally think that I've been working on mine for lifetimes. Like, I don't think this is the... (laughs) (laughs) 
Honestly, this is the first time I've been like. What? Well, and that's why you chose a triple triple Virgo. Or somebody did. Or somebody did. The universe was like, Whoa. your higher self chose chose these uh, character design. Yeah. For a reason. <laughs> But um, I'm going, so Virgo is going to be, like, I could have been a doctor or something that, a job that was of service that required me to be very grounded in this plane. And it also would have suppressed um, some of the more creative, not to say that I wasn't a creative individual, but it wasn't the time for that. Like, the priority was some being of service. And those Virgo, and I had to be very, like, nitpicky analytical all that stuff and my natural default is to outline everything be you know like they went to do list all that stuff but if I were to go the traditional route which I tried when it comes to career in particular and what I study all of that it doesn't work it doesn't work. Like, I job hopped like crazy. Uh, you know, I was miserable. I had mental breakdowns, all that stuff. But the moment I decided to embrace the opposite, which is Pisces, which is going to be, you know, soul, uh, spiritual, like, exploration. It's going to be art, magic, stuff like that. I'm a lot more happy. And so my goal is to focus on, like, creativity. It's to... Work, like learn magic, learn spirituality, all that Pisces energy and intuition. And it doesn't mean that I have to relinquish all of the Virgo stuff I like that feels comfortable. It just means my focus shouldn't be the old. Mm-hmm. Just like her focus shouldn't be the old. It doesn't mean that she's not going to have, you know, like I said, her husband and her house and da-da-da-da-da. Like her, whatever it is that she wants in that But it'll be realm, on my terms it's gonna be like, and not on what society wants for me. Exactly. and Exactly. And that's me embodying that bad bitch Capricorn energy. Capricorn energy. And then mine is going to be being a magical... <laughs> High priestess. <laughs> yeah. And not allowing like societal pressures that once might have worked for me um, control me now. And so basically, if you guys are listening, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be that that inside that you know you want to go for, the direction you want to be in. And then it's going to uh, that's feel the easiest like, once like, you take the leap. Here's a journal prompt. Like, just sit down for a minute and like think about what it what makes me happy to my core. Mm-hmm. And just write down anything that comes to your mind, like, or how you visualize, or yourself. how you visualize yourself, the best version. Like that's a good one too. Like for me, one of the worst problems was understanding that I could choose again. Mm-hmm. I can blow everything up and everything will be fine. Um, but trying to figure out what's going to make me happy to my core, like it's, it's simple things, simple like music, anything. Like we discount those little tiny things that make us who we are and make us happy so just like take a minute and think about like what's going to make you happy do you like to draw do you like to read books do you like to play video games like it's all good for your vibration then after that visualize your like you said visualize your highest self your highest version of your life write it down in detail yeah but the caveat is this highest version of yourself can't be what you think other people want for you yeah like do you want a huge house when in reality you want a tiny house or vice versa like or do you want like Little things like that. Like, is the best version of yourself a medical, uh, you know, practitioner, like a doctor or something? Is that because you really want to help people 
in that realm or is it because your mom will be happy if you're a doctor but in reality you want to sit and write like novels yeah um so we're talking about like what you really like fantasize like dream like what would be the fun most fun like if your life was super fun yeah, if you lived anything you want with your time, yeah. What would what decisions would you make? And don't think about money. Don't think about any of that. Nothing. So that's an indication of um, like the North Node energy. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. When you were a little kid, mm-hmm. like, what did you want to be? Like before. Before you went through the system. <laughs> no, the indoctrination. Yeah, before the uh, the um, education system came into place. Before and money came into place. Too. Anything. Like, yeah. What did you What did you dream about? What was your dream? Like, what did you want? What to was be? it? Who cares? Doesn't matter how crazy you think it is. Yeah. Like, if it's if you want to be an astronaut, okay. Well, maybe you're meant to be studying the stars. Maybe you might have an interest in astronomy, and that's something you could look into. Or like, if you wanted to just be a doctor. I don't yeah. Know. Like things that you wanted to be without the influence of something. Like me, else, I loved. Say. Food. I still love food. Okay. But just going. I don't care. It's gonna, it's gonna circle back. It's gonna circle back. <laughs> okay. but I'm saying like, I love food. There's a moment where I wanted to go to school to be a culinary like pastry chef. That I really, t- you know, t- tossed that idea around for a while. But then I was like, well, I don't want to. It's not something I can do for a career at the time. But now I'm like, okay, well, I can bake now. Let's see what happens. <laughs> what? Okay, just delete that off. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Maybe like it. you want to be an independent woman baking cookies. Well, I think it's. I don't know where I'm going with it. I think I want to be a business owner, and I already am a business owner. Eventually, you might see a Arlene Bakery popping up <laughs> in the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> Maybe Detroit. <laughs> Maybe in Detroit. Maybe Ohio. I don't know. Okay. No. You can delete that all. I was just saying, like, when you're a kid, like, just think about dreaming. So, maybe I don't want to be a pastry chef, but baking will bring me joy, so I should be baking. Okay. This <laughs> has nothing to do with your... <laughs> I don't care. I, I lost full track of what we were fucking talking about. So you, you know what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so your self-note is your energy signature you've mastered. Um, it can get very toxic if you stay in that. Um... And then it can reveal, like, the style of life you may have um, liked or loved or been a part of in other lifetimes. Could be many lifetimes. Um, and then, obviously, your north node is where you're going. But the uh, the thing about past lives and with astrology and everything like that is that we're talking about many past lives that you might have lived. So it doesn't necessarily mean that whatever your south and north node are, that you were that all the time. It just means that that's what you were, at least in one of your past life. Um, or a most recent incarnation. Most recent. Uh, I, like I said with me, I think I, I've been in it maybe at least a couple lifetimes. You know, it's in combination with past life regression. And uh, also my north node is retrograde. So... Your North Node and your South Node really can't, like, be retrograde, but it's something with, like, how it's perceived or something like that. Um, I'm not an astrologer, therefore I can't give you the exact reason why it is retrograde and not retrograde. But for me, it indicates that I'm still carrying that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can look all those up. Now, I, you know, you can go in and look up specific things, or you can do the whole karmic past life report. This is one of our astro chats. We will have more astro chats. 
We hope you guys like these chats because this is what we're going to be doing occasionally. So stay tuned. We have Reiki at the end of the episode. Yes. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. All right.